Hey guys, producer Ken here with a very quick message before the show begins. Uh, in 2013, uh, I started working on a podcast with two of my very best friends, Paul and Ben. That show's called Jews and Reviews, and it's on the Atlantic Transmission Network. In fact, it's safe to say it's probably one of the inspirations for creating it in the first place. Well, four years ago, uh, one of the best men I know, Paul Cohen, you may know him as Paul Corey, hosted Jews and Reviews, uh, was unexpectedly admitted to the hospital. Uh, it was from there that he learned that his illness was due to a loss of function in his kidneys. Uh, right now, he's on dialysis three days a week, and the doctors have told him, hey, Paul, you know, try to live a normal life, which is very rough to do, you know, being on dialysis three days a week. Well, it turns out Paul is in need of a kidney transplant. So if you or anyone you know may be interested in learning more about becoming a living donor, please call the Living Donor Team at New York Weill Cornell at 212-746-3922. That's the Living Donor Team at New York Weill Cornell at 212-746-3922. Another way you can help is just spreading the message by sharing these links and giving it the hashtag Team Paul. That's T-E-A-M-P-A-U-L, standard spelling on Paul. We're certainly doing all we can to help a good man get through this, and we hope you'll join us. Thank you. Enjoy the show. This is Evan. Welcome to Call Us Crazy. Let's give ourselves a round of applause. Let's give ourselves okay. a round of applause. Um, Evan, you don't affirming. know self-love? I know. <laughs> we don't do enough self-affirming on this show. Welcome to Call Us Crazy. As always, my name is Chelsea and uh, I have Tourette's Syndrome. And my name is Evan. I have OCD. And the purpose of this podcast is to normalize and destigmatize disorders of all kinds. Entertain and enlighten. Exactly. And today we are talking to none other than New York City, New York City, CD comedian, no, New York City comedian, Lance Weiss. Lance! Yes! Hey, you're Hello. Here. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I thought yours was OCD when I, uh, you I, know I thought I knew and that yeah. and I looked at your hands. I, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, it, it's all telling you. I can tell. I yeah, can tell. I yeah, could, it's a very, so, and I remember now, yeah, you were doing yeah. the OCD thing and I was like, yeah, we. We have yeah, that bond. I, I didn't want to say anything, but that was my thought because obviously th- what the podcast is about. But when I saw your hands, I was wondering if that's if that if I was correct. The in my brother, I, I come ca- yeah, I come carrying uh, if you need anything. I've I don't do wipes. I don't do that. Okay. I, I, yeah, but I yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what? Well, yeah, you already broke into it. So Lance, <laughs> your particular brand of crazy is a touch uh, of the OCD. I mean, I, I, well. I mean, I don't, I don't call. It, I don't know if it's crazy. Obviously, that's, that's we use that now, word as empowering. Now we're Yeah. Now you're in a different. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been in and out of uh, OCD therapy. I'm 32. I've been in and out of OCD therapy since I was um, 18. Okay. How many years is that? Four, about a man. More than half of your 14. life. 14. Wow, I guess you're right. Right? I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, in, I've been in therapy like all over the place um, from some people that weren't that great to like some of the top OCD people. And, it's um, it's a it's a specialized thing. Not every therapist yeah. even understands OCD oh, sure. on the level that you would think they should. Yeah. How did you? How did it first manifest, manifest itself? Like, how did you first discover that something was going on? Yeah, I was. Uh, I spent my first year in college at the University of Georgia, 
and uh, I grew up Catholic, and uh, I was, there's like religion things can be like part of it for people. For, we were talking about this, I think. On well, one ritualistic. Of the past I mean, it, that's almost like collective OCD, really. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I got to a point where I was going to see a priest like six times a day. Like, I was like, oh, if I thought this, am I going to hell? If I said this to this person, am I going to hell? So literally, I was going like literally six times, which is like your whole day. That has a name, right? Isn't there a name for that particular obsession? I think they're for mm, when they're, they're obsession is like confession. Okay, so you're uh, going Probably to confession is. more or yeah. less like pretty much, yeah, for like dumb stuff. Like, what if I thought bad things about that lady at the bus stop? Like, yeah. which does you know? But and that's a big thing too that people don't know. Like, it's not just all about like hand washing and physical stuff. Your thoughts, your intrusive that's, thoughts, that's everything. Yeah. Is, is a humongous part of it because if you feel like you're inadvertently hurting people or yeah. you know just totally. with your thoughts it's crazy how like across the board it is like you read about things that like do you ever read the boy who couldn't stop washing no it's one of you know a million books but it's like it's one of like the, i guess like uh is it like a young adult thing or is it like a not is it it's like just stories of people in their ocd stories oh, interesting um and i read that i cried reading that book because i found i was like oh this is like a, it's not it's like a thing that people because like some of them are so weirdly specific like oh sure um you know and when you read like other weirdly you're like holy shit that's exactly like the one i've had for right for how many years yeah. and like i can't believe that they're also it's almost you know I don't know what it's like. It's almost like someone saying the number seventeen, and you're going, "Yeah, the number 17. Like it's that specific. Yes. Like, Shit, I can't believe this is a real diagnosed disorder. I the first time I met other people with Tourette, I cried. Actually, yeah. I watched this documentary about little kids talking about it. It was the first time I'd heard anyone else talking about exactly like just nuances yeah. that you weren't even it's maybe like, before then you didn't even necessarily cognitively realize it or associate those specific things with. Your whatever your disorder right. is. And you, you don't just know, almost when, thought it was a part of your personality. When you're, you're a like, kid, oh, you don't, and you don't know. There's nothing to tell you when you're sure. a kid that what you're doing. I mean, at, at a certain point, I don't know about you, but like I would start thinking, like, why isn't everyone else worried about this? Yeah, right. Yeah. And later on, you're like, well, because you know, their brain they don't isn't, have. Yeah. So you're in college. You realize that this is becoming intrusive. Going to confession. You read this book. Was that? And then you decided. Well, no, okay, this priest eventually he was like, "You gotta like, you gotta see somebody." I was gonna like, ask because this was the same priest over <laughs> yeah. and over. Who's like, yeah, literally after like you know, it's a couple weeks, and he's like, "You had like, you should go see somebody at the at the thing." Yeah. You know, um, I would think for a priest to outright like right. re recommend yeah. therapy, yeah. like, okay, you know, I'm <laughs> not even the God priest can help you, you at that yeah. point. He's like, I, your soul is dead. You need some real, you need a team behind you. <laughs> I'm only one guy. <laughs> so he recommended, and then did you? Did you seek yeah, out I like, went counsel to, um, at the college? Yeah, but it was like a, just the generic like university health, and they didn't really, right. you, you know, I saw someone once, and I was like, yeah, it was awful, and then, and then I didn't see And then I transferred yeah. colleges uh, my sophomore year. Um, I transferred to Georgetown in D.C., and then I started seeing somebody there. I saw a therapist. I went to the health place there, just to, uh, some brief history. Then I um, I ended up seeing, they like I they recommended some doctors. I ended up seeing a doctor in Maryland for like two years every week who in hindsight didn't help me like at all really and wait you drove up to maryland like was this no no it's off, it's off the train okay okay oh okay. yeah from georgetown. Georgetown. That's oh my mean. bad yeah i'm going to school at georgetown and now. you're go oh okay because so i transferred yeah yeah gotcha 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 okay yeah so i'm going every week it's like a, you know 20 30 minute like train ride okay, like so to way. right to maryland was this like johns hopkins or just uh this is just a, a dude but this guy's training do you know aaron beck oh 
I know. Does that he's like the father? Like, I believe I get this name correct. I haven't even spoken about it in a long time. Like he's like the father of OCD, like cognitive behavioral yes, therapy. Yes, my friend right. gave me yes. a book, The Back Diet, or something, That's but not, it has to do with that. Yeah, it's like yeah, cognitive right. uh, cognitive behavioral therapy to like lose a hundred pounds and starting it tomorrow. Yeah. So this guy, like, he went to, like, UPenn and had, like, studied with him because that's, like, this, this is, like, the guy that, like, is, like, the whatever, like, the founder of this this uh, technique, I guess you could say. Yeah. And uh, I went from, for, like, two years and it didn't really, like, help me that much. Then, I, I mean, I've been in and out of it because it's hard to find. And then I found one guy in D.C., um, his place is called the Capital Institute for Cognitive Therapy. Uh-huh. That within, like, a week, like, change, like, change my, I mean, I'm still not perfect by any means, but, like, changed my life in, like, a week. And what was just because he like different methods, or do you think it was just somehow he made me do things I was afraid of? Interesting. Um, Sort of immersion-y kind of. Yeah. Yeah. um, Exposure, like exposure therapy. It's called exposure and response prevention (ERP). I'm pretty well versed in it because I've like I've read uh, beyond a a ton of books on it. Um, I'm no expert by any means, but um, he just made me do the biggest story. it, the biggest thing I did that he made me, um, among many things, is I used to be scared of, um, let's say, like I touch a subway pole and then I touch my nose, my brain. And I, I know it's an insane thought, but it's like, what if someone, uh, a crazy person, had done drugs? They touch the pole, I touch the pole, I touch my nose, gets in my nose. Now I, I'm not as smart or as quick or as fast as I could be. I won't be as good at whatever I'm trying to do. There's no yes. judgment, and it sounds awfully familiar. We yeah. had we had a guest Don't on a few uh, a few weeks ago, uh, Jen Jaff, who we we realized we had the same. She has OCD, and we had the same paralyzing fear of LSD. Like and someone slipping that, it in your drink if you're not looking. Or we would touch something that someone else had touched with it. Sure, yeah. I, I'm the same like that, yeah. You know. So, yeah. I, 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 used, I still will, like, if people are, like, doing cocaine, like, I'll leave a party because I'm like, I don't want to touch the surface that they... Right. Yeah. And then I have a battle with myself. I'm like, well, that's dumb because like, I'm not going to not live... Lo- like, I, I can still be at the party. Like, but right. then that's an internal right. battle you have with yourself. And college is just... Yeah, you it's, it's almost unbearable because yeah. it, you could live with it growing up, kind of, and you're in your sanctuary of your home, but then your rituals, you're, yeah. with, you're around a bunch of people and you don't want to look like the, the crazy person, right. but yeah. you're also, people are dirty and do drugs and sure. do lots people of People are things. dirty. If you take away one thing from this podcast today, <laughs> people are dirty. People are fucking dirty. Especially in college, though. <laughs> when, when you have OCD, you can hide it really well. Right, like, right, uh, right. I'm not trying to like, point you out because i'm just saying like you could you could roll your sleeves down and have long sleeves and nobody would notice your hands oh i knew right? somebody yeah for like uh who wore long sleeves 365 yeah it'd be 90 degrees out yeah like i only noticed it because obviously this podcast is about that yeah. right and i'm I, and i see your hand so i go oh that must be what it is oh, sure. oh that was my guess but if i didn't know that i wouldn't even look at your hands and you could put your sleeves. so it's like you could hide right, it, right. like 100 yeah, no yeah. one would ever know well what up so to back to the story you're telling though did essentially the ERP oh, or oh, yeah. he, he like made you this is among many many other beer. things he made us go there's DuPont Circle in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm, which is yeah. like Washington Square Park it's a bunch of homeless people a bunch of, you know it's, it's yeah. like a park there's like people doing everything he made me go and we wrapped a homeless blanket around my body like we just found one like in the on a bench which is like terrifying. That's not. That's the least of like. That makes that, me nervous. Already, I'm yeah. not a germ person at all. Like, but that makes me. <laughs> well, this is the point of, of why you do it. And then when we get back to his office, he goes. I mean, we walk through the whole park, touching everything, touching trees, benches, whatever. And then we get back to his office. He goes, "Take your shoe off," and he made me lick oh. the bottom of my shoe. No! From the top to bottom, like the whole, and there was a, there was a sticker. I there was a sticker stuck to it with like hair coming out, and I licked the whole thing. And then he goes. Um, 
And then I'm trying to think if there's one other. It doesn't matter. That part doesn't matter. But then he, he made me like drink like a thing of water, like get a cup of water so that it would all like wash down into my body. Wow, this is like because, boot camp what therapy. What were you thinking? Like as your tongue made contact with the bottom of your shoe, what were you thinking? Did you have like a physical? Well, yeah, but, yeah, oh my God, of course. That's the whole point. Well, you have a, you have a few thoughts. One you, one, you don't get to this point in therapy until you're like your life, OCD is taking over your life so bad that you're like, I, I just have to it's see someone it. because you have to convince yourself that the therapy is greater than the fear of of whatever you're doing. Yeah. So um, yeah, you go you go crazy. You get you're like, oh my god, am I gonna die? We walk through gasoline, drugs, dirt. Like you, it's this it's this it's your shoe. It's insane. Yeah. Um, am I gonna die? Am I gonna be not smart now because this is in my system and it's my brain? Like all these things go through your head. Um, but you have to trust people. Okay, well this is a therapist. This guy's not gonna hurt me. Like this is his job. He's like. And I, I and I only see doctors or like top doctors as part of my OCD, like because I'm like I went to Georgetown. That's a pretty good school. I'm a maniac. This dude has to go to like Columbia right. or above, right. which is beyond stupid. That's right. not that that in itself is a very OCD. There's genius people who don't ever even graduate right. sixth grade. You know what I mean? But that's <laughs> but my brain thinks that way. Right. Um, so I'm like, this is a smart guy. He he does it. And what the whole point is, your anxiety go on a scale of one to ten. It's it's a ten or a hundred. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. You're, lo- you're like, oh my god, I'm I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna and then slowly you go down to a nine and you go, oh, I'm I'm like still here and I'm fine. And so that's the point. And then now, I mean now like I can ride the subway and I can eat a sandwich you know, without washing my hands. No, think about you it. You know, yeah. I, what if though? Is this terrible? Ask. No, no. What, what if you would have gone through all that? You licked your shoe. And I died. Yeah. Well, not even that, but I mean, what if, you know, unrelated, you got the flu, like, the, yeah. you know, just completely unrelated. It is a little bit lucky. No, I mean, well, that's Do you know o- what I mean? I hear what you're saying, but that's where OCD gets you because it's like, is it real or not? That's the, that's the thought. Got you. Because they all kind of borderline on real things, but there's like probability. You know, it's almost like saying like, uh, like it is probable living in New York City that the whole city could be blown up by a terrorist thing. Sure. You know, now you're talking politics and a whole other thing. But like... But it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we live here. But it's right. It's, it's kind of, it always feels like if, if you can prove to me, even in a one in a trillion that it will chance, happen. That, that, yeah, then You're out. you can't, yeah, you can't tell uh-huh. me that if there's even a chance that, yeah, you know, yeah. that but kind of thing. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what it is. It's all or nothing thinking. It's like, it's like a Murphy's Law kind of thing. Like it's, it can't, you know, it if could it happen. could happen. Then right. you, you can't prove to me it can't happen. So yeah. So do you ever feel? I mean, do certain things trigger? Um, I guess maybe relapse is like a dramatic word, but do you feel? Have you gone in? Have you ever backtracked since sort of that? Yeah, all the time. Are you kidding me? That's like what it. And I mean, I don't. I don't ever want to put like words in Evans. I feel like Evans probably watching himself talk. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time it's happened. You know we what I mean? Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Because his brains, like just knowing, right, yeah. like knowing his, like the brains are so similar, like. Evan's super nice. And he, I mean, there's like traits oh, that stop. like, no, no, because I don't even know you super, super well. I've known you, but not, but like those are traits of OCD is like people become super nice and like super creative. Obviously there's net, but like that's a common, right. and I, I feel like when I'm talking, he's, one, he's analyzing it, but uh, he's also probably hearing a lot of, uh, almost like watching himself talk. Right. It really, people. it's just even yeah. the, right. Exactly. The process when you hear someone else talk about it, you're like, that's kind of where, where I got there, yeah. how I got there. And the things that you say to people, well, you know, this doesn't make sense, but it does make sense when you're telling me. I 100% get it. Yeah. Somebody right. will be like, they'll be like, um, 
you know, sitting in a chair. Like, I have other friends that are OC, obviously, and they're like, you know, I got a boner, and I'm scared that a girl in the building across the street gets, got pregnant off of it. Right. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Oh, oh, right. yeah. I get it. Right. No, I, I had the thing in college where <laughs> right. I thought, like, if I, if I masturbated on the toilet, even if I cleaned it up with a Kleenex, and I'd flush it, and it's going to go out into the ocean, and, you know, somehow, yeah, yeah. never having had sex, I'll still impregnate somebody, and I'm going to be on, you know, spring, you're the father, or yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so textbook, and the thing is, people might hear that and go, Evan, Evan's fucking weird. But it's not. You read that exact story in like a textbook. Of course, sure. it's like it's. Yeah. And when you read it, when you have it, you read it you're like, oh my god, like I can't believe because that's so specific, right? right. It's pretty specific. Right. Like getting right. sperm or whatever you want to call it, like totally. on a toilet seat, and then, like it's so specific. You read it's like a, it's like t- it's textbook. It's crazy. Oh right. yeah. Well, what um, if you don't mind my asking? Yeah. Like, what made you get to the point where? Because you were saying that you you had to trust this guy. Yeah. What what got you there that yeah. you would be willing to trust him with looking shoes and? Uh, I had like a lot of suicidal thoughts like in my freshman year of college and even uh, a little more like you know going into uh, my second half of college. But not not really like I would never kill myself, right? That's just uh, you know I'm Catholic, so that that there's a barrier there. And so <laughs> sure. Thing. Was it uh, like this because this of the stress of dealing with the OCD, the thoughts day to day, or was this, were the suicidal thoughts in and of themselves sort of like part of the obsessive no, thoughts? No, no, I don't, well, you just, you get to points where you become so crazy, you go, well, there's gotta be like a better, a better, basically life to me is about, uh, I'm getting like my own philosophy, like life's short, I guess, you know? It's short for all of us, so it's like, how am I most productive between now and the time I die? Yeah. Is it productive for me to sit in my, to take four showers a day? And just journal because I'm worried about things. It's and like, exhausting too. It's, it's beyond exhausting. So you start questioning. It's like, well, is this really productive? And you know, you see other people who don't have it, like you're saying. So you're like, well, there maybe there's another, another way. Uh, yeah. So then you, I don't know. You get to the point where you can't function, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, I mean, and I feel like now we're going to be 100 oh. episodes in, and people who are faithful <laughs> listeners are going to be like, we get it, Chelsea. <laughs> the OCD story. But, I mean, I also have OCD. Yeah, I was I actually remember, on medication yeah. for uh-huh. OCD when I was in I high school. I went for a while. And What'd you we, take? I had, uh, I was on Luvox, okay. but then I gained like 30 pounds, and yeah, I couldn't stay awake, and I was like, nah. Bad. But after that, I think just by virtue, it's sort of like my try and my OCD are always in flux, uh-huh. right? Like they kind of like one will usurp the other. And for whatever reason, as I got older, the OCD kind of fell to the background yeah. and then the Tourette took over. So I am lucky that now, you know, every now and then something will peek through. But I mean, yeah, like there, that's why I finally went on medication because I was like, I couldn't live no, my life. Yeah. I couldn't do my, I, my nighttime routine took like three hours. Uh-huh. I couldn't, it's insane. you know. So. I, I was calling out of work and I was like, I can't, I can't keep calling out yeah. of work. I can't keep getting like a half hour of sleep a night. Yeah. So that's kind of why I went, that's when I went on medication because that's, I had been seeing a cognitive therapist sure. I'm like, you know what? I was resistant to medication, but I'm like, I gotta, I have to try. Yeah. I have to try. Are you on medication or have you ever no, been? I, in college I took, um, very low dosages of, uh, Lexapro for a little bit and, okay. then, and then Zoloft for a little bit. But neither one were super No, effective. I didn't like them. But you know, the, these drugs, they all act different for everybody. Yeah, right. absolutely. Everyone's brain chemistry is a little different. So it's like some people have to try like, I don't, I mean, I don't know how many there are, but it might be like eight drugs before they, and what's crazy about them, a lot of them take like six months before they even really, so it's like, you're look, if, it's, if you're on the eight drug six months in, yeah. I'm bad at math. Uh, four, uh, I, I don't know how many years that is. I don't even remember how to count right. to is ten. Is that four or five or years of like, yeah, you know, sure. you... And that's a lot of your life that you've Yeah, yeah. Before you found something that kind of works. And right. then obviously, yeah, I don't... The, the drug thing's a whole different, uh, but yeah, I took it for a little bit, um, and I just felt like real, I, I was real, de- 
I got to a point where like you could like punch me in the face and I'd just be like, yeah, whatever. Right. Like, that's cool. That's well, good. and it could be, yeah, it could be too much too. I, you know, there's, um, yeah. you, you don't want too much. If I'm on Paxful, I feel like it, it sort of levels things off sure. a bit, but obviously not perfectly. Yeah. But like for the first weekend that I took it, it, it actually felt worse for the first yeah, three days and sense. then it yeah. got into the system. It's like, oh, okay. No, and you up the dosage, right? As you, you start right, right. rapid as you go. Yeah. Would you? Well, because I do want to talk sort of about the opposite side of it, too, and how, you know, maybe in some ways it has been, you know, pushed you in your life or helped you or whatever. But um, a lot of our guests have found it therapeutic and cathartic even to maybe really go in and articulate some of the obsessive thoughts you don't often or maybe never have before in the spirit of this podcast and destigmatizing things. Because someone else might be listening and be like, sure. Oh my goodness, but only if you feel comfortable. Chelsea I'm wants to exploit your darkest Yes. <laughs> Go on. Uh, I'm comfortable with what, whatever you want to talk about. I don't know what... what yeah, I don't know. Want. Like, is there anything, like, is there, like, um, even, like, a theme of your obsessive thoughts other than, I mean, like, you already talked about one of them, which was similar to when we had Jenny on the podcast right, and yours, right. too, about, like, accidentally, like, imbibing something uh-huh. you shouldn't that might affect your cognitive skills or, like, I don't know, just any other recurring obsessive thought that you have never spoken about or don't usually speak about oh, or man, like I mean, was a big theme? I think I probably spoke about most most of them because uh, I'm pretty open with it at this point. Like I've talked about a fair amount. I mean, I have lots of ones about killing people. Yeah. Like I did, I mean, I'll do things like on the way here. Like if I wanted to watch a surf competition on my phone, it's happening right now because I follow that. Sorry, Lance. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I'll, look at, I'll watch it on my phone and then I'll, instead of looking in front of me, like I'll walk by a homeless person on the ground and I'm like, what if I accidentally kicked him in the head and then I want to do good on this pod or I want to do well on this podcast. Uh, so then I'm like, I'll be worried I kicked that person in the head and they died while I'm in this podcast. So then I'll go back and check to make sure was there a homeless person there? Are they breathing? Um, so that I don't have to worry about that while I'm in here so that I can do a good job so then people can like it. So people will... It's insane. Completely right. makes sense though. Yeah. Absolutely. Those were most I of mine. We're like... Causing harm to other people. Yeah. We're always my biggest. And I think that's a lot of what, it, what too, is if you start to come to terms with the stuff that, well, this may or may not harm me, but okay, so now, but now I have to start worrying about other people. Yeah. Right. You know, what helped, what helped me a lot with it was, uh, one. Of, I mean, there's a million techniques and things, you know, exercise. One, one of the therapists, um, one of the good, the good, I mean, I've seen so many, um, uh, and I can recommend some good people. If anybody cares. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you more about these books after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've read so many. Learning yeah. some more. Um, wait, what was the last thing you said? I've said I'm learning some more. Uh-huh. Than I yeah, there's, it's endless. There's always more to learn, you know. Um, what was I going to say? Where was it going? Oh, um, you said you've learned. Oh, yeah. One of the best things to... Uh, sorry. Um, thanks. Um, one of the best things to uh, for me is like, it was like, well, take yourself out of it and like, what would a normal person do? And the thing is, well, what a normal person would do all kinds of things I wouldn't do. A uh, normal person would do LSD and not worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, right. what is that? Nor- and that's where you're from, your religion. Now we're in a whole right. different. But it's like kind of like, what would a norm? Would a normal person like touch a subway pole and then be worried about like, nah, but like probably not. You know what I mean? So like, anytime I have, if I think like, would a normal person be worried about like sperm on the toilet seat? Um, and there's never been a case that anyone getting pregnant that way right. ever in the history of, right. you right. know. Um, so that's kind of how I do it now. Well, that's, I mean, that's a good cognitive kind of thing. That's when I first started therapy for it. That's what it was sort of narrowing down the realism of what's going on. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's where it's tough. It's like, is it real or is it OCD? You know, yeah. that's the toughest part. And then sometimes, oh, you know, you have like, I'll, uh, I'll say to my fiance, like, oh man, I'm really freaked out about touching this. And she's uh-huh. like, well, you know, anybody would be. This is, you're talking about, you know, this <laughs> filthy seat on the subway. If, yeah. And then I'm like, so sometimes you don't know the uh, the line between is it you or is this something yeah, everybody right. would be a little freaked out But even out if you of. touch the seat, nothing happens to you. So that's the whole thing. Right, right. Because right. the difference is everybody has these things, right? Everybody some, everybody checks the door twice sometimes. Everybody, sure. you know. But the difference is, is it taking up your life right. to where you can't even function? Are your knuckles bleeding? Are exactly. you yeah. losing I mean, sleep? I, I haven't had any... Uh, yeah, I don't think mine's have bled this uh, winter, which is pretty good. It's been a while. Well, it's a good winter so far. Yeah, but. right. It's been cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's well. true. So what about ways that, you know, I guess your OCD has worked to your advantage? I mean, has it shaped sort of your creative process? Has it... Um, well, do you bring it into comedy... I like to, I mean, I have stories I tell in comedy about it now that I'm a sure. little more or does it keep you motivated? You know what I mean? Does it yeah, keep you I mean, I think, I, I mean, I think a lot of, you know, the best people in uh, a lot of fields have a very obsessive component, you know what totally. I mean? Like, just a draw, like, it all depends where how you can channel it, but like, I mean, you look at, um, like, do you know, oh, what's, what the fuck, you know Ray Allen, yeah. basketball player, right. mm-hmm. before Steph Curry came along, like, he's like one of the greatest three-point shooters, like, ever. And uh, there's like traces, he'll talk about there's kind of like traces of OCD in his, like, because he'll just shoot over and over until. And I play a lot of bass. I played, uh, not yesterday, but the day before. And uh, I'd probably be playing today if I wasn't here. Because um, there's a court right next to my Stop house. Stop telling us all the fun things you'd be doing if you weren't here. Uh, God. Yeah, just me and chicks and uh, all that stuff if I wasn't here. Um, but I, uh, like, I, I shoot better than pretty much anybody I know. Um, because of that, like I, you, I'm so meticulous about it. Oh yeah. And then on, th- so like for things like that, it's like, and almost I like amaze myself with some of the shots that go in. Like that, that sounds cocky, but like because no, no, it's that, and it's like, um, I, uh, I'm pretty. This is all gonna sound cocky now, because we're talking about advantages. Oh, that's I'm, why we're here. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm like a pretty healthy dude. Like, uh, oh, like, okay, that's interesting. Um, and I'm like, I'm to a point where it's like, I, someone's like, eat this, like, I'll just taste this brownie. I'm like, nah, like I'm so meticulous in my diet. Yeah. Um, cause I'm like, I can be better if I feel better and I'm healthier and I'm, which is, you know, also insane. No, but that's a huge problem. I mean like, and actually have you found that certain like changes in your dietary habits or like, well, I mean, yeah, that's, now we're in a different time. Cause it's like, if you eat well, you feel well. Sure. You know what I mean? So like, that's, that's, uh. And then just, yeah, I mean, that, that's a kind of a different thing, but like, I want to be most productive. And if like, if I eat a huge, and I love chocolate cake, I'll, I'll probably do it like this afternoon. Like I'll eat healthy all day and just pound like a brownie a la mode. Yeah. With, like, but then you'd feel lethargic and then I can't do anything for two hours. Right. You know? Um, Your tolerance is lowered for the, yeah. the chocolate, <laughs> yeah. chocolate cake tolerance. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I, I run a comedy show in the city with Brendan Fitzgibbons, who's another comic. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a good show um, for many reasons, but I'm... I'm just also like uh, very um, like I make sure the chairs when we set it up are like perfectly spaced from each other and the temperature is exactly right and they, so maybe it's just attention to detail on that end and things like that make a huge they make all the difference, difference. In the yes absolutely because of the care and attention you put into something that's how others will then like perceive yeah, it yeah right. you know and I think that's one of the elements why that show has to, it's a pretty people uh, know you the show you've that pretty, show that's an amazing yeah, show yeah it's pretty well known we went in LA now so it's bi-coastal we travel oh, yeah, so right. it's like it's, it's become a pretty cool thing for many many reasons but um like I have the lineup on the website every Monday by twelve noon, no matter what. You yeah. know what I mean? Like not Tuesday, not Wednesday. Like I have it. Like, Absolutely. and that's what makes a difference in the long run. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I'll just, that's, cool. 
Sure, abridged version, I guess. So if you then... I feel like I'm talking too much. If you guys want to talk more, I feel like... This is why wanna... you're here. We talk Don't obsess every over week. how much you're talking. It's fine. Our yeah. listeners could deal with less of us talking. No, if, so, I, if anything, I feel like we need to start finding more Tourette's people because we've had... Now I know, it's we're, just... Now we're, you get to bond I, I, get to, I, I know. I'm like, we're... I, I mean, I could just have my own OCD show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, my, I have a problem kind of with OCD when, because everyone's like, well, I'm OCD. Well, it's like, oh, no, you're that. not. Oh, like, yeah. you, you're not showering six times a day. No, that's, and, a, that's a big problem. I think people just assume, that, oh, I, I need things to be neat. I'm like, it's not and? A, it's become it's like a colloquialism almost. Yeah. Do you know? It's been like, do you ever speak up when you hear people using it? And, um, depends like, on what my mood is. But... Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't, a lot of times with someone, I don't even like you overhear it at a bar or something right. like, it's oh, like, I'm so OCD about my towels being in order. You like, never hear somebody say like, oh, I'm a, I'm a little bit anorexic, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's very true. Like, that's right. very true. It's yeah. the same. Anorexia, I think, all these mental disorders. Uh, again, I'm not no scientist or expert. They're all kind of similar. Anorexia is kind of the same thing as OCD. Right. Definitely. Because you're seeing yourself as uh, I'm not. A, I'm just you know maybe Definitely. you're seeing yourself as overweight, but you're not. Yeah. So OCD, you're worried about touching this thing, but it's not real. Well, my theory is that like it all sort of it, like you said, it comes from a similar place, and just and society sort of dictates how it's go- or what your life is like is gonna dictate how it affects you. My therapist doesn't believe in that there's a chemical involvement. I think there is, but he's like, uh-huh. well, but you were very, you know, you're, you, you're, you're very quiet and introverted as a kid and, and your father is sure. very like, you know, keep it all in. So that's how it came out as OCD. But like eating disorders that can happen to men are more likely to happen to women because uh-huh. of the society, society that we live in. So that's how And it is affected. all part of the same, I mean, like, you know, there's some diagram I have in my head that they used to show us that we used to like teach about Tourette syndrome, and it's this big cloud that's filled with all these little they call them comorbids. Uh-huh. There are all these disorders that usually that go together because they're all caused by the same root chemical uh-huh. imbalance. So you usually like I've never met anyone who has Tourette who doesn't have sure also either depression. OCD, ADD, depression. Um, they all have depression. What's it called? Or yeah, right. eating disorders, for, uh, sleeping yeah. disorders, uh-huh. um, executive dysfunctions, autism. Like they're all on this same sort of just like little cluster of chemical imbalance. And it's and that's also why sometimes they're so hard to diagnose because sometimes I'll I'll be doing something. And I won't even fully understand or be sure whether it's something I'm doing because it's a Tourette tick or because it's an OCD thing uh-huh. or if it's like become some strange combination. Like it's all yeah. very this like gray area. Well, yeah. I mean, like, have you dealt with any other, I guess, uh, well, things on that spectrum? Like, to Evans, I just I was curious, like your therapist doesn't think there's a chemical like. Uh, yeah. And he, I don't think he'll ever listen to this, but. Uh, no, he's, uh, he doesn't... I he have bo- him on speakerphone. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, and I don't know if this is also partly he's an LCSW, he's not a psychiatrist, Okay. and he just doesn't, uh, you know, when I told him I, I was taking pills, he's like, well, we got to get you away from that, so I don't tell him huh. about it anymore, because... I don't. Yeah. I don't know that it's I really love the idea of keeping <laughs> secrets from your therapist. <laughs> well, I don't. You know, I'm that like. Well, hilarious. no. I just because I feel like he is so anti it that I'm. I'm kind of like I. That is I, so if, funny. I, I feel like if he was more, if he knew more, and yeah. we were like gradually working off of it. That is so. So but it is interesting then, and that's. <laughs> I didn't even pick up that. That's what you're saying. That he's saying it's not. Rooted it's, in a chemical it's imbalance. It's not a chemical thing, so people shouldn't be like taking pills untrue. anyway. Like that's just and so patently I see false. Else, yeah. 
And it's that common New York thing where you have your therapist and you have the psychiatrist to get, to, that you meet for yeah. five minutes who gives you pills. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah some, I don't know. It's not so much that I'm lying to my therapist. It's Ooh, that I'm withholding the truth. <laughs> well, then you meet the Can psychiatrist too who's like prescribing drugs, who's getting kickbacks from... Right, of course. Pack. So now, it's, now I start to like start losing my mind. Well, yeah, no, I, I'm, I, I mean, I'm not asking for any kind of extra type yeah, uh, yeah, medication, yeah. but I feel like what I do with my therapist, it's a lot of more cognitive and also sure. more like, okay, so this is how you, uh, you grew up and this is how it affected you. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's, it's hard for me to believe that there isn't a chemical aspect. Yeah, I don't know. There's, that there's is a ton strange. of studies. I don't like that. I'm going to go with another book, he dude. This is a book, Brain that. Lock. I don't know if you ever heard that. Oh, no. This guy's by Jeffrey M. Schwartz. He, um, you ever see, uh, The Aviator with, um... Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, but I know. That's the, like the OCD movie. It's the one, yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of that, if you get the DVD, there's a special features, and it's okay. this guy, Jeffrey Schwartz, and Leonardo DiCaprio, like, holding a panel, and it's like, oh, it's like pretty long, I think. It might be an hour or so or something, but it's like, they're talk. he's talking about the like, OCD and how he prepared for the character, like, this guy, Jeffrey Schwartz, is at UCLA, I don't know where he is now, he's probably still there. Um, I mean, I don't know what, what his life's like, but, um... He's like a top UCLA like brain, like neuroscience guy, and he's shown like so many studies of like, uh, uh, is it CAT scans or M, M whatever they are right, scans, right, right. Yeah. of like brain yeah 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 I don't yeah, I don't yeah. know any of that stuff um, of like you know chemicals like things in the brain sh- in OCD or yeah. anxiety disorder shooting off like a thousand times higher than yeah you know do we have to have your therapist on the show maybe I, this is the only reason <laughs> that I, I sort of I sort of keep it a little bit from it I'm not I'm not advocating lying to your therapist everybody that is so funny to me that's, what, saying, that's the best part of this I whole I try podcast. to bring it up as little as possible that's, <laughs> that's, that's a huge problem it is a huge problem that's like a huge problem I just I, if started was more understanding about it. It's almost like saying, I don't even know what they compare that to. It's like saying, because if he doesn't have all the information, how can he make, uh, it's almost like someone giving you financial advice, but they don't know you own like a company on Wall Street. They own like a business that makes like $50,000 you know and you're the, like a CEO. The like, worst part about all this like is because that. I've seen so many bad therapists that so, uh, this yeah. was sort of like the le- lesser of the evils. So Least I just, bad. I've decided like after a while I got tired of like, Trying to tell the story to it's, somebody course, new over yeah. and over. Yeah. Yeah. So, so thirty page. It's worse right. than dating. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, this is kind of why I'm like I probably should find someone else, but for now, this is just you know. I find I can't remember. I do. Oh, because you're yeah, you're. Oh, I, yeah. I can give you a place to go. Okay, let me know. Seriously, we need to help um, you. Here, and the Evan. funny thing is, if he does listen to this, and I, and I'm saying this, and then he has to this casually so try funny. to bring it up in a, a session, like because <laughs> he can't tell me that he like so this is so, how'd you find this therapist uh just you know the you the, look yeah, Zoc Zoc Zoc. <laughs> yeah, no. god that is so no, no, therapist like, is one of the funniest things to me ever <laughs> blue the blue cross provider so oh, right, right, right. and he's part of a uh, like an office like a collective sure, a of group people. of who they and so with. i had to meet with the head person there first who recommended where's the, where's the location because this is in uh, park slope okay mm. all right are you trying to figure out if you knew <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the therapist yeah. in question? We'll yeah, I, was I was listening to a podcast and somebody was talking about their therapist and I 
And I guessed where it was. Like, I ended up talking to them, like, a few weeks later. Oh, really? And I knew. I'm pretty, I, I guess I'm oddly, like, decently well-versed in this topic. Like, because like, I've been through the ringer enough. Right. I'll I, tell you the name of the clinic yeah, after the show. I don't think I'll know it if it's in Park Slope. This should be, like, a Tinder for therapists. I only do it. hard. It's hard to find one that, like, you can really It's almost impossible. It's really tough. And the thing is, they don't all take insurance either. Yeah, so that's another battle you're in. I just started going to one. I've been seeing her now for about a month. And it was because I maybe once a year we'll go on this quest like I'm gonna find a therapist it's great you can't you give up for a while because it's like exhausting yeah. and then I finally found her and I was so excited and she was listed as like taking my insurance and she does but my insurance is just Ugh. so shitty that it's just like I have this huge deductible that it just doesn't even matter yeah oh no I <laughs> had one I was looking at a provider list once and I called the guy and this was a different insurance uh. I had and I called the guy and he's like that's an old list. I'm actually, I'm retired. I have uh, cancer now. Oh my <laughs> like, God. And I call it, I wrote to the company. I'm like, you really need to update I love this. It. This poor guy with cancer is getting calls from people like every day. And He's like, do you know with the insurance takes a good can, is there a good cancer <laughs> yeah, doctor yeah. anywhere? <laughs> like we're not talking about you. <laughs> insurance companies are garbage. Yeah, they're they are. Garbage. They're pretty terrible. Which tune in uh, to our <laughs> other podcast, our sister <laughs> podcast, insurance in the state of the nation. Um, well, so, yes, I guess the thing we're kind of transitioning into, Lance, do you, if you could wake up tomorrow and your OCD was gone, yeah, would you want it to be so? I mean, I, like I can't predict the future, and I have no idea how it, you know, how I'd feel. Um, but would you want, do you ever wish for that? Or in a weird way, is it just so much a part of you that you're just like, I, I live don't my life by it. I live every second by it. Yeah, I can't exactly. believe Evan was late. Uh, he wasn't on time. <laughs> you know? uh, how was he late? Um, he the MTA is an OCD In his defense, he actually ended up being one minute early. <laughs> oh, he was? I, I, oh, you're right. I was early. I, I was way early. You were early. Right. You're right. He was right on time. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. But then if he was late, I'm like, well, maybe he got caught up, like, you know, washing his leg because it touched the subway seat that had a yellow st- or a red stain on it that he thought was blood so they had to go home well now I'm even sorrier and about the last text that when I texted Lance oh, about no. where this place was today and it was like the last time I texted him was in 2013 telling him I would be late to wow. his show that I was doing Yeah. so I, I had to apologize again I, I still feel bad about it two yeah, and a half years later that's pretty obsessive yeah. that's pretty nutty <laughs> I'm like that too though way um, to judge but I wouldn't get rid of it I don't think because I live my life by it so yeah. I don't even know who I would be without it right. but I hope to progress in the future okay. it's almost like winning the Powerball like that would be terrifying to me you take a, someone who like isn't that bright I mean who knows who wins right but like and you just give I, it, odds are that you're probably yeah. on the right track so go on yeah you and you automatically are just handed like 300 million dollars like that's scary it's terrifying like, without it having been built up in a company or like in real estate or some kind of somewhere just to be given that money is insane like it's I would, the I would Alan want Iverson that. thing it's the uh, professional athletes this is a big yeah exactly who, yeah you know a lot of people don't like come up super rich and decide to uh do you know i'm gonna go play sports yeah and uh i'll know how to handle that money you know it's insane dude that so you asked if i would like it to go away i don't i don't i don't know what i would even do you know but i hope to slowly progress like i hope to slowly make more money as i get older I hope to slowly progress oh, sure. and get better with this disease as I get older. I thought you said I would slowly like to make more money as I get older. I'm like, yes, I would like that too. Yeah, I would. I, <laughs> I should invest in the Imperial brand because I feel like you're crushing it. You guys the, should like create one alone? together. Yeah. <laughs> I keep them in business. That was well. The reason I wasn't looking at my phone to be rude, I was just realizing that we never do our fun little games lately, Evan. I feel oh, like yeah, we haven't done them the past we two. Should we do one? 
Sure. I'll do a game if you like. Let's do a fun yeah. little game. Let's I want to do, do a one. game. Make I want to make Evan do uh, <laughs> things that make him uncomfortable. <laughs> only if it, only if this is going to help, Lance. And the thing is, you know, I, I need I need a little more trust with you. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> can um, you lick, Can you lick that countertop over there? <laughs> no. <laughs> are you kidding me i'm wiping my ears after i take the headphones off. i love it i love it see i always thought i, mean, I, like, hate it, I, I could it. probably handle the germ thing if i knew that i could take two weeks off of work and yeah. i could start by like just licking everything there was to yeah. lick, and then just have those two weeks to either get sick or not sick and hopefully help my immune system that i yeah, probably yeah, so destroyed you know but <laughs> but i don't have two weeks to take off if i have two weeks to take off of work i'm not doing it for Therapeutic reasons. Yeah, I just know. I just noticed you're also. I mean, I know you're. Uh, I'm just ripping on Evan the whole time, but I'm just gonna like see it, myself no. in it. Like you're also six inches from the microphone. Is, oh, yeah. is that is that conscious or is that? That's probably that's part of it too. It's I, it's become subconscious. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my fiance Nicole, who's told me, she's like, okay, you know, you hold the mic when you're on stage, like really far uh-huh. away, and I'm like, is I. I mean, I guess I could wipe my mouth after, but sure. there's so many people have used that microphone. Hundreds, thousands. Yeah. Yeah, I know. If I became like a, somehow, miraculously, like a millionaire, like big time comic, yeah. I'd have it like in my contract that I have my own clean microphone. Yeah, microphone. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, I mean, I'm the same way, but it, it wouldn't help class. because... Because you take your microphone out and then it brushes up against the curtain on the way out, and someone's jacket had brushed up against that curtain. <laughs> sure. had I would outside. have a case. I would have been, a case. I'm not it wouldn't matter. It's like, yeah, it's like a chain of custody. <laughs> but then, type of but then you touch the, the outside of the case, which your hand had touched, which you, you end up in a cycle of shit that you can't get out of. Oh, that's true. You know I, I mean? No, that's absolutely true. Uh, I am going to have, like, as when I leave here, I'm going to have Lance, like, over my shoulder, like an imaginary Lance. Just <laughs> I don't mean. It. I just see so much. I I, I basically feel like no. I'm you're right. Myself, though. You're so right. I, it's, you know, it's, it's absolutely. I've uh, again like. Everybody. Also, aren't you a loser? Clearly, uh, <laughs> 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 Evan didn't go with you on that one. He was uh, like, "We're not playing anymore, sir." I can see it from here. Uh, <laughs> okay, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go cry now. Not, finish this. Evan, we're all gonna hug later. Um, <laughs> no, okay. no, we're not gonna hug later. Have you been <laughs> sorry, listening sorry, at sorry, all? Sorry, sorry. God. But it also just shows you how messed, up, later. how messed up I am that I keep like deferring all my things onto Evan. <laughs> that, that's, that's absolutely fine. Listen, because what you said about like, because people don't get when like I'll I'll go to bed and Purell because I have it on my sure. nightstand, and then uh, Nicole will be like, "Didn't you just Purell?" I'm like, "Yeah, but I feel like I touched part of the yeah. covers that mm-hmm. I touched like something yeah, else touched." And, it's yeah. awful, dude. It's a terrible thing. Yeah. With that being said, <laughs> let's play a fun little game unrelated to anything other than just I getting want everyone to know to you better, the, Lance. The window, actually. That'd be a great... I would love to see if we all I'll lick, lick this window. I'll lick the window if you lick the window. If we all lick this window and yeah, see whose anxiety goes up to hot, like how we all feel after <laughs> licking this window. Do you have a way to measure this other than me curled up in a fetal position? You would lick that cover. window? That's a game I want to play. If we were drinking like we usually are during this podcast, I'd have no problem. What about, okay. wait, yeah, but why drinking? See, now we've entered an anxiety ridden. Yeah. Oh, my coping a, mechanism of drinking? What yes, about sir? right now, lick that window, your tongue hits that window. And well, then, this isn't also, isn't my Lindo window wait. to lick. Lindo but e- even that doesn't matter. It's a little window. Yeah, Ken, I mean, is that, are, are you okay with people licking the windows? To, I don't we're know. asking Ken. No, the, Ken, game is, the, the game is you have to just touch your tongue to that window and then drink your, your beverage in front of you. Now, if but I Are had, we all doing it? Yeah. Or are there who, winners no, or losers? No, I never agree to any of that. Okay, see, if you I, can't even... 
<laughs> you I, said this is a great game because you were talking about alcohol, but like it's. See, here's the thing. Yeah, if, if I, I was, if I had a drunk, like 120 percent proof of something that I could that I could put on my tongue afterwards that I feel might kill the germs. No, you have to. Dr- well, here's the thing. You're, here's the thing. If you put your tongue, if you just touch your tongue to that, nothing is going to happen to anybody here, right? You're it's right. Absolutely nothing. Plus, there's so much bacteria in your mouth. It's like kills absolutely. Are you and, trying to prove it to us yourself? Uh, well, I, I've already convinced myself, but I'm also terrified. Um, Did Ken send you? Did my therapist send you? <laughs> I feel a little sort of. But but also think about how much stuff you just breathe in walking, walking down. I the try street. not to yes. think about that. That's think about what you breathe in walking. Well, what down happens? The street. Wait, did we touch on this before? What about like? Casual sex does that like throw you into like an OCD? Spiral? I never talk about my, that part of my life in uh, in anything. That's the one uh, topic. Really? I, I not ever? Not no. even your stand up? No, I don't ever talk about Why my personal that? life. This is that's a whole different. Okay, that's well, a whole different right. cruise. That's the one it. topic I, I'll talk about. You know, my everything else, but that's the only thing I don't talk about. Wow. All right, All right, fine. So if I lick the window, will you talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you can't lick the window. You're right. <laughs> Sorry, Chelsea. <laughs> I can see it. You can't lick the window. <laughs> <laughs> okay, play this really We're not going to do it. I don't really want to play this game. What's the no, I'm not going to lick the window. That's going to be the last. That's going to be the last question in this game. We're calling Crazy Eight. No one I forgot what my our game. games are. Fuck no, all of you. it's great. I just I forgot what our this games are. This is just are. supposed to be a fun. Let Lance talk about himself a little bit more. I would okay. have so much more fun if everyone looked the window and see how crazy everyone gets. I won't go crazy at all, though. Only you will go crazy. I won't feel that. Crazy. Also, it's not a visual medium. This is an audio medium. So, like the people They'll at home, feel the energy though through the they mic. They won't know. Okay, I have out my tongue if and I, eyes in the past. If I touch my tongue <laughs> to that window, you'll touch your tongue to yeah, that window. Yeah, let's go. You promise. I promise. Let's go right now. Evan, what about you? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not doing it. Oh, no. Ken's getting out the camera. Yeah. Ken's getting out the camera. All right. Here we go. Ready? All right. I'm going first. So yeah. it's going to be you two looking in the window yeah. and me with a cringe on yeah, my ready? face. Yeah. Ready? Okay. So Evan, yeah. talk them through it. Okay. So they are... Oh. Wait. Wait. Oh. They are looking in the window. Oh, Ken's... Just, Ken's... Let's see how nervous you are. You were so nervous just to touch your tongue. Oh, Lance really... Uh, I licked the whole thing. Lance not only licked it, he was he was going back and yeah. forth. He was just... He and you were, did a few you were seconds. Just, I was licking it And back then and I wiped both of our saliva off of the window. Yeah, but you were did, nervous. How'd that like, turn out, Ken? Touching. Is that our new profile picture? That's huge. <laughs> Well, well done. We'll post that well on our non-existent Facebook well page. Well done. Yeah, but if I do it, then you have to talk about your sex life. You're not going to do it, though. So, that, uh... <laughs> wow. Um... I'm, I'm debating. It did make me cringe a little bit more than I thought it would. I saw Because it's a pretty clean window. It's, it's, there's just nothing there. It's nothing, it doesn't matter. Even if it was just Windex with the bleach in it, it would, it's, it doesn't matter. It's, what, it's a window. What See, if I, I die tomorrow? I, will you feel bad? You what? If I die tomorrow, will you you're feel not, bad? You're not going to die. If you, it's not going to be from that, so no. I was just already dying. Wow. From the only person that touches that window is the person who cleans it. No one else touches yeah. it. Because everyone here is short and no one so, you, so now what do we prove? Yeah, but what, do but I was going to say, because well, if people sneeze and it gets to the You just window. didn't want to play my crazy eight game. Well, no, I want to play the game. Because the last question no, no. is, we did, we, tell yeah. us about your sex life. We, <laughs> we did, like we did, like we did maybe ingest some, some cleaning chemicals a little bit. Yeah, but I no, think it's like fine. our body. I've ingested so many cleaning chemicals, I'm probably going to die of cancer before I'm going to have 27 else. beers later. Oh, yeah. I feel like it'll, it'll just clean me I from the inside out. I feel a little anxiety, out. like think, knowing that only a cleaning person touches that and maybe I got bleach in my mouth Do or you something. feel anxiety? I feel a little, a little, not a ton because I know this exercise, but. Right. 
Yeah, there's there's some in me that. I'm, are you gonna think about it later? Are you gonna think about it still, even as you're walking home later? Uh, it might cross my mind a couple times later. But See, it, I feel bad because I now I'm tempted to do it, but now I feel yeah, like you really it. don't want to talk about your sex life. Then no, yeah. <laughs> now you're in another battle. Yeah, you're just, in another hell. Now, now I feel bad for you're you. You're in another mental hell. Just do it so we you can be part of like our window club. Oh my God, Evan's really gonna do I'm it. I'm not talking about this it. This is though. an unprecedented I'm episode. This is an I'm not talking about it, but I do want to see Evan do it. Evan is approaching the glass. This is huge. Approaching the glass. This is huge. He's leaning in. Wait, where did you? Uh, know? Wait, wait, wait. wait. We were there, there. Scale of one to ten. No offense. Yeah. Scale of one to ten. How nervous are you? Very. Like eleven. Okay. Evan. Went, oh, oh my God! Did you did it. it. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow, that's huge. Did it. How's your anxiety oh my God, going? How do you feel? Uh, not fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he immediately got a hand wipe out. Immediately got a. Are you gonna put on your top? And he's wiping his tongue off. But see, that's where you can't do. That's the whole point. You can't. He wiped his tongue. What is that? That's a, sanit- a hand it, sanitizer. Yeah. yeah. But what if the hand sanitizer stuff like makes you sick? That's the craziness. That's, that's more now. shit on that than on the window. That's yeah. like that's like chemical it's, shit. It's, 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 yeah, that's fine. Like I said, you know. And that, that's what OCD is. I'm it's not crazy. I'm not. I'm not thinking about the long term. Wow. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about drove, if I can go to we work drove tomorrow. Kent to drink. Oh, I can't oh, believe thank it. Thank you. Yes. I can't Ken, believe it. Oh, I'm Ken, proud Ken of you. I'm proud of you for licking it. I mean, although you you technically like made it safe after by like doing that to your tongue, but that's still ball. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ken, for the. I am so I feel alive. I feel a lot of emotions. I feel feel alive. I feel very supported. Um, Do you? Kind of. Uh, I'm I'm on the fence about you, Lance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was very proud of you until until you uh, wiped your mouth. But I did it. I mean, that's still a thing. But you correct in in your mind. You corrected it. So and it's the the mental game is the one we're playing. You have to live with it. You have to let it simmer. You gotta let it sit there. But see if I do it and then I drink alcohol that I'd be okay with that because you're still washing it down. Okay. Yeah. I smell that alcohol. You're still washing it down in your Are you going back for more? Man. Oh my god, I Evan's love it. Double time. Evan, this is huge. Evan went back now, no hand. But, no wait, let's just see. How, but, but before you do either, how do you feel? Very tense. You feel very. <laughs> yes. uh, your 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 skin Absolutely. feels like it's crawling. You feel all anxious. Oh, yeah. You feel <laughs> your chest. All these things. All these things. I'm afraid to swallow right now. Exactly. What are you thinking? So, what specifically is your hold thought? On. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of what if people did sneeze in that uh-huh. direction? Mm-hmm, what if there's mm-hmm. germs uh-huh. that were still there? See, also, a big part of it is because when I was growing up, I felt like I was already introverted, and so I felt vulnerable when I got sick because I did, I, now I'm even less able to talk to people, sure. so I was very shy and stuff, and I felt like, and I always hated missing school or work, uh-huh. and now like I'm thinking, man, I really don't want to have to miss work this week because I'm getting sick because mm-hmm. I licked the window, uh-huh. and if I do miss work... Lance owes me some money. Hold on, before yeah, you so drink that. Before sorry, Doctor Weiss. So you have two choice. Yeah, you have Give two choices diagnosis. now. You can either you can wipe your tongue off with, with the thing, right? Yes. Which is gonna make you feel better. You sent your anxiety from a ten down to a six. You're like, okay, I still licked it, but I, sure. I've corrected it. Or you can drink that, and your anxiety was gonna like still kind of be worse, and then you're gonna slowly come down. Those oh, are your choices. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink. That's the positive, incredibly difficult choice, which people don't. Yeah. 
So now you've like just ingested whatever was on that window into yeah. your system. But you know what? If this helps me out, then long term, yeah, definitely. I, I will thank you. Liz, maybe you're in the wrong. Like, I know, have right? you ever thought maybe of Kirkland? Because you seem very passionate about this. Like, maybe comedy is things... not the route for you. I know, right? You see my act. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. I was gonna say you're, you can be, you can be like the the fear factor, like the Joe Rogan of like therapy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The Joe Rogan of therapy. I like it. How do you feel now? Put that on your wall. It's still, it's um, not great. But, yeah, it's going to go down, though. But I kind of feel like, you know, I'm glad that I did it. I like I, it. I, you got to feel good that you made a positive yeah, step. Yeah, absolutely. Like a mini breakthrough? Absolutely. Like, I could, you Have know. you ever done anything that uh, immersive before? Well, you start small. See, this is this cannot be more minor. Right, your tongue, right. Sticking your tongue in the air is as much stuff as putting it on the... But have you ever gone down this route of, like, exposure? Uh, not, Whatever it's not so much. I mean, I will say that the one thing, there have been times where I've gotten like really drunk and I've probably been a little less, you know, where yeah. like I might, you know, sure. I'll be at a party uh-huh. and I'll, I might not clean as much to get the com- communal M&Ms or something, sure. but, you know. Yeah. But not, nothing really like Which that. people like use the bathroom, don't wash their hands and right. get those yeah. M&Ms. So that's that is a lot. If you've ever <laughs> you, space just if you've ever eaten, if you've ever eaten nachos or out at a restaurant, that's uh, way as, more as aggressive Chelsea's than what we just did. To go to. What? As Chelsea's about to go to. A yeah, sports I'm gonna bar. go to a sports bar. And that's eat way more aggressive than what we just did. If I give you my twenty dollar a week copay, I don't have <laughs> it. I could use it. I'll okay. take it. <laughs> because you, this is. I mean, it seems like you know, you're you're more knowledgeable than yeah, Ken. You're knowledgeable. Do you I seem more knowledgeable than Ken? That's not good. Ken needs a. Uh, I know and if something. he is listening to this, good. <laughs> I'm not a therapist, but I know something. <laughs> Did you want to play that game? I know we're probably yeah, we time wise. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know. <laughs> it's fine, Lance. We have to play my stupid. That was just such a great game, game though. That was, <laughs> that was and that was a positive game. step forward we just took. I really enjoyed it. it I don't know if I had to. You know, I don't know what I learned from it other than just getting to be a part of it with facing you guys. your fear. I mean, that's a. I don't know if I was scared about looking the window. But though. he was. But seeing Evan yeah. scared, and I am a little no, still. You yeah. were scared. I saw you. One, you were like, if I, I have like a drink, I can do it. And then when you did it, you just <laughs> tapped your tongue to it. You didn't lick but it. But then I went back in. I didn't know that you were gonna like. That's the thing. But but you. But there was a thing. Something in your it. body was like, oh, I just touch it. it like an internal model. Like yeah, I'm sure. just. I'm touching it. But you didn't like lick lick it because you you yeah. were nervous. And it was. Yeah. This whole thing is so dumb. It's so minor. It's so stupid. But we're all terrified of it. Yeah. But you know? when you're OCD, you realize how dumb it is, but you also realize... It, 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 that's the thing with the OCD. Yeah. You realize all of it's dumb, uh-huh. but you, that doesn't that's mean the torture, anything. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Lance, why don't you plug some shit? Where can people follow you on Twitter? Where can they see your show? What else do you, um, you want the people to know about you? How much would you charge for uh, a yeah, session? Yeah, where, uh, where can they contact you so for, for a consultation? <laughs> I'd feel so unqualified. Yeah. Um... Uh, I just, you just Google my name. I just promote Google. <laughs> <laughs> just Lance Weiss. That's you like Google that. W E I S S. Yeah, or Correct. Weiss, however you feel. Lance Weiss. It it sounds like oh, is it Weiss? I was it's Weiss, but Weiss oh, is whatever how you, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, why, that's why I was surprised when you said Catholic. I'm like, you, it sounds like you have such a Jewish, Jewish name. Yeah. yeah, German. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, just Lance Weiss, Google. All the, and OCD wise, if you're in, I only know, you know, if you're in uh, LA, this. Check out that dude Jeffrey Schwartz at, at uh, UCLA in New York. There's the. I'll plug these services. <laughs> in New York, although I, you know, I personally have had some kind of mixed, uh, and some other people have seen. But this is like one of the best places in New York to go. Um, is the American Institute for Cognitive Therapy? It'd be AICT.com, I believe. 
or if you just Google American Institute for Cognitive, there's a guy there that's like, there's a couple people there that are like top of the, in the world of the knowledge. And then in, in D.C., uh, the Capital Institute for Cognitive Therapy, and there's a doctor there. Um, oh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, who, that's the guy that changed my life, and he came from this place in New York. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? You know the guy that changed my life. Uh, doctor. Uh... I, would, I would remember if I took some more time, but Capital <laughs> Institute uh, for Cognitive Therapy, it's in DuPont Circle. It's, it's that, that like changed my life. Think of how many people aren't being helped by the fact that you can't remember that guy's name. And all these people's <laughs> lives are going to continue to suck. But the Capital, if you find Capital Institute, okay. he's the head of that institute. So okay. on their bio, you know, you'll find him uh, on the top of, he leads that center. So Okay. And um, also go check out Gandhi is at you. It's yeah, we so show every Wednesday. Wednesdays nine, Wednesdays right? Wednesdays at nine in Lower East Side. Yeah. Is it every other Wednesday or every, every Wednesday, Wednesday now? It's every Wednesday. Lucky so Jacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I'm doing it soon. Actually, probably. I don't know when this is coming out though. I'll probably be late again, like I was in 2013. <laughs> no, I'll be on time this time. It all comes um, back. Oh my gosh, Lance, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thanks for, for having me. I hope yeah, maybe this helps somebody. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't know. Yes, I feel a little better. I'm a little closer to you. Are you getting? You getting better? Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be sick, but in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. We will see you in two weeks on Call Us Crazy. Springwood, my name is Josh Krebs. And I'm Liz Richards. And we're the hosts of Bloody Date Night. So Josh and I have been dating for four years, and Josh loves horror movies, and I hate him. Yeah, so each episode we go through the horror movie franchise canon to watch an episode and then meet up and we discuss it together. And so far it's been going pretty well, right Liz? I think it's gone pretty well so far. Yeah, each episode I try to see how far I can push Liz to watch a really good horror movie until she basically leaves me and it hasn't worked yet. Not yet. And it's awesome because you're the Tatum to my Sydney. You're sweet. And here's a clip from one of our recent episodes. Hello, I'm Exposition. Hey, let me let me tell you what just happened. There's a break-in at this costume store. Somebody stole some ropes, some knives. Somebody stole a mask. They stole $250. They scared a cat. They took two boas. They took two boas. Two feather boas, one uh, set of angel wings. It's one of those goddamn... They're probably having a burlesque. <laughs> probably doing a burlesque show later. I don't know. Oh, Haddonfield. What isn't happening? Haddonfield's first burlesque <laughs> club. That'd be amazing. I would love that. Um, the Lacey Pumpkin. The Lacey... Ooh. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!